play at the annual Congressional Black Caucus uh, gathering in Washington coming up next month in September. It is my great honor to welcome back to this program Congresswoman Maxine Waters. Congresswoman, how are you today? I'm fine, Tavis, and thank you uh, for having me on today uh, as we celebrate the anniversary um, of hip-hop, 50 years, and uh, as you described it uh, in so many words, it is worldwide. It's an economic engine. It is a genre that has uh, not only uh, changed uh, America in so many ways, uh, but changed a lot of um, the culture uh, of our people. So I'm delighted to be on with you today. Um, always honored to be in dialogue with you, as you well know. Let me take you back. I, I was doing some research last night, as I do every night for, for my for my show. But doing some research, and and I was here in L.A. then, of course. Uh, you represent uh, uh, Los Angeles in Congress and have for, for many years now. So I was here then. And I recall this, but I, I it, it just it just took me back when I was uh, researching for our dialogue today. 1994, Representative yeah. Mac, Representative, she's laughing already. She knows exactly where I'm going. <laughs> 1994, Maxine Waters reads Snoop Dogg lyrics during a Senate <laughs> hearing. I am not making this up. Back in '94, Congresswoman Waters read some lyrics from Snoop in a hearing. Uh, on the hill, do you do you recall this? I assume you do. Absolutely, and um, I know why I did it. As you know, Carol Mosley Braun uh, was the one black woman in the United States Senate. That's right. And she had been encouraged uh, to do this hearing by a woman named C. Delores Tucker. Uh-huh. C. Delores Tucker had been, I think, Secretary of State. Uh, in uh, Pennsylvania That's correct. at one point in time, uh, but she was adamantly opposed uh, to rap, and she particularly was disturbed about gangster rap at the time, and she and uh, other women, including Dionne Warwick, uh, wanted to censure um, uh, rap, and so they were encouraging Carol Mosley Braun uh, to introduce legislation. And that's when I intervened. <clears throat> I intervened, and when she held the hearing, I got myself invited to be there. And uh, I was trying to explain to them the creativity of this genre of music. I was trying to explain to them that these were our children. These were our young people who had uh, basically decided to rap about uh, the conditions of uh, black people, relationships with the police, poverty, unfairness, injustice, racism, all of that, and that we needed uh, to listen and we needed to understand. I love the boldness of it. I love the idea uh, that these young people not only were being bold, but they had the courage to find a way to talk about what basically plagued uh, all of America and parts of the world. Mm -hmm. So I went over and I gave my testimony and to make sure they understood uh, the, the importance, the creativity, and the meaning of, uh, of what uh, these young people were doing. I read um, Snoop Dogg. I mm -hmm. did that. 
Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, I recall that. As you may remember, at the time, I was on BT back then. I was hosting my late night show on BT uh, back then, on which you appeared any number of times, of course. And I remember, yes. I remember like it was yesterday, talking to C. Dolores Tucker. I, I had her on BT. That show was live, and we took phone calls. And I remember the night she came on, the phone lines just lit up. Because this is C. Dolores Tucker. She's going after rap. I'm on BET. We're playing, you know, <clears throat> all kinds of uh, music and, and videos on BET at the time. I remember that well. I remember having Carol Mosley Braun on around the time that this yes. happened. And so I had forgot yes. I had forgotten about this until last night. I was just digging through some old stuff <laughs> and remember that you had read Snoop lyrics at a Senate hearing back in 1994. <laughs> so it show it shows how, how how early on, as I said earlier, uh, you were out front uh in uh, in this regard. Um what what was it uh, about um rap uh, about hip hop then that you thought uh, needed to be reckoned with. Uh, none of us at the time could could ever know it'd be as hegemonic as it is these days. But something um, connected you to it and your belief that it could have a, a significant impact on the culture. What was that? There was a number of things, Tavis. First of all, I love uh, courage, mm -hmm. and I love uh, the idea uh, that young people uh, were saying what a lot of people thought they was just saying in their own way mm -hmm. and their own style. And I love the idea of their audacity, mm. the audacity to say it, uh, to say to the industry, the entertainment industry, you won't play us. You don't think we're valuable. We're going to record it in our garages, in our basements, <laughs> and we're going to sell it out of the back of our cars. We're not going to keep begging and pleading because we know that we've got something that's worthwhile. So I love that spirit. I love that boldness. I love that courage. And so um, that excited me. But the other thing was I saw the creativity and I saw the not only rap, uh, but hip hop and what was coming about the way that, you know, uh, this movement was uh, growing and the way that young people were dressing and the way that they were wearing their hair and the way that they said, you don't like the way we look. We like the way we look. Mm. And this is how we're going to wear our hair. This is how we're going to wear our clothes. These are the colors that we're going to use. And so I love the audacity and the boldness of all of that. And I also knew that this creativity was going to evolve. And I watched it with my very eyes mm -hmm. from Queen Latifah on to, uh, you know, well, Tupac was brilliant. You know, mm -hmm. I just loved him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had the opportunity... <laughs> Uh, to connect with them, and, you know, even when they were doing things that people objected to, they used to do this Mother's Day event. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they invited me, and so I went uh, with, and I think at that Mother's Day event, not only did you have Tupac and Snoop, I think you had Jay-Z at that time, mm -hmm. and I think you, I know you had Dr. Dre, uh, but, you know, N.W.A., all of them, 
where, you know, these were the nice guys at the Mother's Day event <laughs> honoring their mothers. Now, I, don't, I can't tell you what they were doing at night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just la- I'm, I'm just laughing because it, it is so funny to, to me to hear Maxine Waters just call the role of all the names. She knows them all, <clears throat> not just by name. She knows them personally. They're fans of hers. She's fans of theirs. And I just get tickled every time I hear it. I was thinking that she was talking and using those words, boldness, courage, audacity to describe them. Others have used those words to describe Auntie Maxine. Bold, courageous, audacious. We'll continue our conversation with her when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. More honesty than you can handle. More empowerment than you can imagine. You're tuned in to Tavis Smiley. Our guest in this hour is Congresswoman Maxine Waters as we celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. She uh, was a a stalwart supporter way back when, when um, nobody was taking it seriously. And in fact, when other politicians were trying to do away with it, I'm thinking of uh, C.J. Lewis Tucker, who we were discussing earlier. I'm thinking of even Tipper Gore. You remember Tipper Gore wanted all the albums to be labeled, and that became a huge debate. Oh, yeah. uh, the wife of, uh, oh, yeah. the former wife of Al Gore, who we discussed earlier on today's program, in fact. So I remember all that. Uh, let me just ask you this. Um, what do you think, the impact of this genre has been, this music has been, this culture has been politically in this country? Well, first of all, let me just say I always had a a vision for uh, the fact that it would evolve. Mm -hmm. I didn't know exactly how uh, it was going to evolve, uh, but I knew uh, that this talent would grow. And, you know, when I talk about you know, people like Queen Latifah and some of them and how they have become producers and directors and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and they branded, you know, clothing and uh, they're sought after for ads and all of that. They're an economic engine. Mm-hmm. And I know now uh, that politicians see them differently uh, and then they saw them years ago, the ministers, the politicians, uh, and those who, you know, felt that, uh, you know, rap and gangster rap was uh, basically poisoning our uh, children and our society. Now they have greater respect and they're sought after mm-hmm. uh, to uh, help to influence voter registration and to, you know, have a voice in politics. And it's still growing mm-hmm. and it's not even where it's going to be. Uh, but they absolutely play a role. And, you know, I, I look at Ice Cube now, and I know that he's considered controversial, but he was my first star when I created Young, Gifted, and Black, mm-hmm. who came to be with the Black Caucus to talk to the Black Caucus about the importance of uh, of the young people and this uh, hip-hop movement and rap. So I think that uh, they have had an influence on politics, and it's not yet what it is going to be. Mm. Uh, they are sought after now to help encourage young people to register and to vote and to speak at colleges and universities, yes. and it's growing. Yeah. When we come forward in our remaining moments with uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, I want to ask her uh, about uh, this group she founded to be young, gifted, and black, uh, the Brain Trust, uh, and what they're going to be doing specifically at the Congressional Black Caucus Gathering that happens annually in September. Uh, we'll talk about that. And, and, and I'm curious, um, I, I think I recall this, but I'm curious as to what she was saying publicly 
when there were those who were saying that this music was poisoning the minds of our children. She referenced it, but I'm, I'm just curious all those decades ago what she was saying about that issue then. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about To Be Young, Gifted and Black, The Brain Trust, at the CBC annual gathering in September when we come forward with Congresswoman Maxine Waters on Tavis Smiley. To make you the most knowledgeable person in your circle of friends. This is Tavis Smiley. I got just three minutes left here in conversation with uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters. I always enjoy talking to her, but three minutes left here to make her point, uh, 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 put a, to put a finer point on her uh, thought earlier of how far hip-hop has come politically. Chuck Schumer, the majority leader in the Senate, has his name on a resolution to recognize and celebrate hip-hop's cultural impact. That's how far this genre has come in 50 years that Chuck Schumer is putting his name on legislation. Uh, on, uh, yeah, on, yeah, on on a resolution, rather, to honor them. Uh, in these three minutes, let me ask you two things right quick. Number one, um, what were you saying publicly decades ago when they were saying this music was poisoning the minds of our babies? Uh, several things. First of all, I was saying uh, I believe in our constitutionally protected uh, freedom of speech, mm-hmm. our First Amendment rights. I really do believe that. And uh, I believe that uh, we must all have the opportunity uh, to express ourselves. These what these young people were doing. Uh, the cowboys have been doing it in country music, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and number two, I believe that it was a talent uh, that was going to evolve mm. into a very important genre uh, in this world. And so I was saying all of those things, and I was saying that uh, we needed to understand them and not think that somehow these kids dropped out of Mars somewhere. These are our children, Mm -hmm. and we needed to support them. Yep. Finally here, um, to be young, gifted, and black, a brain trust, uh, tell me about that entity and tell me about what they're going to be doing at the uh, Congressional Black Caucus annual gathering in September on the Hill. Well, as a result of my work and support, of hip-hop and rap. I created Young, Gifted, and Black because I wanted the members of Congress uh, to be educated and to uh, see these young people. And so I created this, and at the Congressional Black Caucus Legislative Conference every year, I have this workshop, uh, and I have a panel, and I've had everybody there that you can name. Like I started out with Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. I've had 21 Savage. I've had Nas, I believe. I've had KRS-One. I've had Common. I've had a lot of them. I want Drake. This year, I'm going after T.I. T.I. has been there before. My friend, who's a pioneer, Yo-Yo, uh, Rhapsody, mm-hmm. these women who uh, you know, persisted in having a voice, all of that. And I want to get KRS-One because he included me in one of his raps that said, I want my daughters to be like Maxine Waters. <laughs> You 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 know you know you are all that and then so when they dropping your name in rap lyrics, Congresswoman, you know you made it when they when they dropping your name in rap lyrics. That's right. That's right. So I'm looking forward to a big celebration, and I'm going after a lot of them. Many of them have schedules they got to honor, but we will have uh, we will have some of the big names, and uh, we'll have a good. Young, Gifted, and Black this year. It is always one of the biggest gatherings uh, at the Congressional Black Caucus annual event. Uh, you can't get in the room. It's just packed. People trying to get in there. So Maxine Waters always hosts one of the most uh, sought-after uh, events on the Hill during that uh, annual uh, uh, celebration. It's t- it's called To Be Young, Gifted, and Black Brain Trust. You heard her say it's going to be all that and then some this year. Uh, Auntie Maxine, we love you. We appreciate you. Good to have you back on this program. Thank you so much. If you're in Washington, come on by. You know I will. You know I will. Love you now. Take care.
more of Tavis Smiley when we come forward.